Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. The state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. Hello, and welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 350. I'm here with Kyle Wagner. Hey, everybody. And James Babb. Hello. Hey, guys. So today we are without Phil because we had to postpone from yesterday. James, is everything okay with the uh, the vehicle? Uh, well, I've had some vehicle challenges. Um, yesterday I was in a rental vehicle and some asshole sideswiped the front of the truck. I Oof. could not even freaking believe it. Wait, what kind of truck were you in? Ram 2500. Some little, oh, some dude in a little, like, shitty little white car, like, <laughs> like, t- like, hit the front edge of the bumper so hard it, like, pulled the bumper all, but almost all the way off of the truck. Holy shit. This, he left some parts of his car in the street and kept going. He wow. kept going. Probably yeah. didn't have insurance or something. Wow. Yeah. Was this in I PA? Was, it, no, in uh, Kentucky. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I, anyway, I'm glad we can reconvene today. So uh, thank you for that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hang on. I got to tell my driving story. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I was at a stop sign, right? I'm like at a shop. It's a shopping center. And I'm at a stop sign waiting to turn left into the line of cars that is like waiting at a light to exit the shopping center. Okay. And I'm just staying at the stop sign because the li- it's a full line. I can't like. I don't want to block the intersection, you know? So I'm just waiting for the light to turn green so we can all exit. And this woman behind me is honking her horn. And then she literally drives, she drives around me, pulls into the middle of the intersection, gets in the line in front of me and just blocks the intersection until the light turns green. And then we all go out. And I'm like literally right behind her as we pull out, you know, I was like, geez, did you really, did you really need to do that? Like to get up, you know, anyway, people can't drive. Yeah, I feel like people are getting progressively worse at driving. Well, and you're not allowed you're not allowed to like uh fire weapons at them or throw rocks at them or you know like somehow force them off the road. Like if you just run them off the road, people think like you're the bad guy. Kyle, um, don't you wish we had anarchy so you could do things like that? <laughs> In that moment I did. I you know, I you know, I, I let a few curse words fly. I was just like, what in the hell are you thinking? You know what I mean? Like, so, what if your car had a disintegrator ray in the front and you could literally <laughs> press it to disintegrate that vehicle? That, oh, I would have definitely like, in that moment of rage, I would have definitely disintegrated yeah. that. Whatever Somebody that comes up was. to a yield sign and comes to a complete stop. Oh, they're dead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like yeah. just at have least they hit your rental car, man. Right? Like oh, it could yeah. have been your at least car. It wasn't your own car, yeah. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't the the fucking uh, the camper. Yeah. Well, it's anyway. What an adventure, but <laughs> too much. Well, you're not hurt or anything, right? It just it just a no. uh, little body damage. On he was the in car. a Ram 2500. He's yeah, like, it's a Ram 2500. Like, uh, like in this little shit car. Like I don't know what kind it was, but I. Uh, well, this is the worst of it. Okay. 
I had no choice but to actually call the police. Oh, no. Like, you don't want to be on the hook for it. The rental car company said I had to. The insurance company said I had to. I was afraid if I didn't, they're going to hand me a bill for a a Ram 2500. (laughs) (laughs) You you that that's the funniest part of the story. You you being like, oh, no, the police like because you you live your whole life trying to avoid any kind of interaction with the police. Right. Right. And, And I went. Waited as long as I could. I dealt with the, I called the insurance company. I had the tow truck arranged. I had somebody come over and make sure that everything was out of the truck that yeah. might be of interest to law enforcement, just in, you know, <laughs> just to make sure everything is, you know, neat and clean. And, and, uh, luckily there were no puppies involved. So, um, <laughs> no dogs were injured. There were no yeah, blacks in the car. <laughs> yeah, we all survived the encounter, right? No hobos, black people, puppies, pregnant women uh, were harmed. It's funny you, uh, yeah, made it safe. Made it safe for the police to come, and then uh, they took a police report for the uh, for the rental company. All right. Well, they, yeah, they filled out a, a, a form and g- and uh-huh. gave me a number. Yep. Yeah. Mission that's, accomplished. The dude best. was. That's probably the dude your best. Was, <laughs> That's probably your best interaction with police ever. (laughs) Well, this guy was armed to the teeth, though. He had to, it was just like, he had this, like, his whole chest was, like, puffed up with, like, I guess, like, armor. And then they're, like, (laughs) sticking things to it. He might need in a desperate combat situation and tasers and handcuffs and explosives and, you know, (laughs) like... He was ready for some kind of engagement, that's for sure. This is a little off topic, but I was watching this uh, show called Abandoned on like the Science Channel last night, and they were like covering Detroit because um, you know they have a lot of abandoned buildings, and they actually had a huge segment on that like Detroit threat management that libertarians always talk about. You know, the private police, and uh-huh. um, yeah, the, the guy that runs it. I mean, you know, they're uh, they're they're also. They have lots of they wear vests with all kinds of stuff on them. And he's right now he's got a whole fleet of vehicles. Everything's black. Right. He's got uh, like H2 Hummers they drive around in. He's got like a, a speedboat that's all black. And uh, so his new his new thing is they're rebranding. Right. Instead of black with chrome letters, you gotta check this out. They're going all chrome with black letters. Right. So chrome is going to be everything's going to be chrome, chromed out. And that's going to be their new branding for the uh, Detroit threat management. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little style yeah. in your free market policing alternative. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was an interesting segment. And then, but then the guy, um, then he was going off about how uh, Detroit is a uh, apartheid, right? The, how the um, whites have run Detroit into the ground. And I was like, all right, man, I think I'm, I think I'm going to turn this off now. But. How, about, how about this as an alternative? Maybe for a competitor private force, not chrome and black. How about like a brushed metal and black, like a distressed metal look, like something that's more post-apocalyptic, something a little more appropriate for the times? Yeah, a little more. Okay. Rusty. Yeah, I, I could dig that. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, sure. I think chrome, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not the 50s. What is this, you know? Well, chrome is very shiny, right? I mean, you don't want to maybe you want to blind the villains as you're uh, doing the policing. But uh, yeah, one one segment that was weird. They're talking to the trainer and, and she's like, well, then I get them. She gets their arm twisted behind them. And then she's like, then we just hold them like this till police arrive. And I was like, well, <laughs> how long could that take? You know what I mean? Like you're holding a guy like in a submission hold waiting for the uh, for the police to come put the cuffs on. 
I, I don't think that's a butt. big part of what they do, though. I think their main, you know, what they do is sort of preventative to, you know, yeah. they don't have to actually do that kind of thing a lot. Yeah. Well, it, but it's it was just definitely patrolling. An I, I think they do patrols unarmed. At least that's what I remember hearing during an interview. Like the, the patrols are not armed. I, that so, could be. I mean, they yeah. showed some techniques. They're like, look, you hit them in the throat or the different pressure points. If you hit somebody here, or you get their eyes like you can really control a person without a lot of power if you know where to where to hit them or where to push. So it, it was an interesting segment. And I, I just wasn't expecting it at all because I'm watching a show about abandoned buildings in Detroit. And it's like, oh, here's a half hour on Detroit threat management randomly. But, did it I mean, did it seem to portray them favorably or yes yeah i would say so it was uh it wasn't like making fun of them or anything like that and uh you know they kind of were like well detroit's overburdened their tax base has eroded and their their police aren't doing the job and this small business has stepped up to uh stepped up to the plate so it, it was more of a favorable um, perspective it might have been on vice actually i think it was vice um not science channel that's probably why it was more favorable I thought Vice was was uh, generally pro regime, but um, yeah, maybe not. Like, I guess they're like they're like pro. They're it's liberal, right? Vice, so they're kind of like anti police violence kind of thing. Yeah, yeah they're, they're. I mean, they're leftists. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, Babs, would you be into this? Any chance of a spinoff interview show called? dabs with babs <laughs> <laughs> this is this has been uh proposed by andrew one of our uh, i think fans. well we, we would need a producer and we would need some badass theme music i'd say if somebody can come up with the theme music that would that would be epic enough to go with that <laughs> i would definitely Damn. do that all right the call is out fans submit your best work <laughs> and it might get chosen for the new <laughs> A new spinoff called Dabs with Babs. I mean, what, that couldn't really hurt my reputation at all, could it? I don't think so. People would start <laughs> thinking, like, I don't want people to associate me with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God forbid. God forbid we tarnish that image. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, I think, well, all three of us live on the East Coast, or at least most of the time. Um. So we've all kind of probably come in a contact with this whole gas shortage situation that's going on um so i don't know i guess this is really just an east coast thing right i don't think people west coast or midwest even know about this shit or maybe they've heard about it but so yeah apparently there was a there was a hack on the on some big pipeline i forget the name of it continental pipeline or something um some hack on their uh on their systems and it shut it down for a few days or something and of course, immediately there was a run on gasoline. And so you've got these fucking retards that are out there. They're filling up grocery bags full of gasoline. They're, they're filling up. I saw one. It was like, uh, oh, what was she filling up? A laundry basket. Did yeah, like a laundry. <laughs> yeah, it has a laundry. It had basket. holes in it. I was <laughs> like, this, this has to be. come on, that's a joke. <laughs> it had <laughs> to be a joke. It had to be a joke. There was no way. I was like, you would figure that out within like thirty seconds of pumping gas. Like gas will just be pouring out the sides of this I don't thing. No, dude. People it are had pretty giant dumb. holes. It wasn't little yeah. holes. It was like an obviously, like you know, like a grate or a crate kind of. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a uh, a triumph of government schooling. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, some of the funnier ones were just like like Tupperware. A guy like using his, you know, his entire Tupperware collection from his kitchen, filling up little things at Tupperware with gas and all that. And uh, you know, that's, that's, it, what sucks about gasoline, it's hard to store. Like you can't really like just store like have an emergency reserve of gasoline very easily. I mean, I guess you have no. to treat it, rotate your stock and smells it's a fire hazard it's yeah you know, it's difficult. yeah where do you keep like where do you keep gasoline you'd have to have like a like you don't want to keep it in your shed right i mean that's kind of like against the you can common standard yeah. practice safety practice right yeah people keep like little things a lot of gas I mean, little yeah but not like a fucking like barrel of gasoline they probably do now. <laughs> I mean, probably, dude. I just, I, I think you got to have like a special structure to keep that shit. That's, yeah. You want to be really to code. Well, what sucks is we can't, you know, I was looking forward to driving my Cybertruck until like Elon went off, you know, went nuts. So it's like Cybertruck would be a great way to avoid their stupid pipeline problems with your own like solar and battery array, your own electric vehicle. Yeah, yeah, well, the Tesla grid. owners, yeah, there were some good memes about Tesla owners, like, that was their, their time to shine, you know, they're just sort of, like, laughing at everybody who's struggling with gas, you know. Well, but, I saw one where it was, like, bike, but, like, cyclists. Oh, yeah. It was, like, the fucking, uh, the fucking green guy on a, on a bicycle. It, it if it hit Maryland, it didn't affect me. Um, I know it hit the Carolinas. Okay. I had some I friends in Carolina. Was it a real thing, or was it just oh, yeah. everybody hearing it's a thing and therefore no, no. making it a thing? Like, there was like something. The there was run. well, it's it's where there was like a, a little bit of a thing, and then it was exponentially exacerbated by people's stupidity. I, like I, it yes. was only it was only okay. really supposed so, to affect so, like a to, normal like, day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it was. Like the article that I was reading was like this. This will only affect supply to as far as like North Carolina, but yeah, we live Carolinas in Maryland. We're out. We That's live in I Maryland. Heard. We live in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Right, because well, everybody us. in North Carolina is going to go shop in Virginia for gas, and then, then they're going to run out in Virginia, and those people are going to go to Maryland for gas. So you I know, mean, as everybody maybe. freaks out, they can it can spread like panic. As everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just panic, but. I don't think there was actually like a I don't think the actual supply of of normal demand was impacted at all by this in Maryland. I think it was just people rushing out. I mean, I I had no problem filling up gas around me cuz like people around me are, are 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 not watching the news, I guess. <laughs> I think they're just like Well, yeah, I don't think it impacted Maryland that much for some reason, but uh I mean, I went out, you know, I, I was not out. I didn't quite need gas, but I was going to need gas within the next two or three days. And uh, when it, this was on like maybe Wednesday when it first started happening. And I did. I went to the gas station. It was late at night. I was like, I'm just going to fill up now because I don't know if this is going to actually hit us. And, I, and I'm going to run, you know, not be able to get gas on Saturday or what have you. So I, I filled up a little bit early. That's all I did. I didn't fill up tanks or or anything else i was just like i'm just gonna get a full tank now just in case this this comes our way but yeah. uh it is funny how quickly in an emergency people just revert to like every man for himself you know like women and children first goes out the window and they're, they're more like george costanza trying to get out of the apartment fire you know just pushing people to the side to get theirs but like, you know it might be just people doing what you did you know like just in case i'll fill up a little early 
right? Yeah. If, if like I don't really know how that could affect it, but if everybody got their tank of gas like uh, uh, three days earlier than usual, like that might create like an immediate like shortage. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm sure if everyone Possible. did it, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I was going to be filling up within the next two days anyway, so it, wa- it wasn't that. I mean, big how much of this is on the media? You know, like, I mean, yeah. I didn't get this news from like WJZ13, but I imagine they were like, gas shortage could be hitting Maryland. You know, <laughs> probably. Be scared. <laughs> be scared. <Yeah>. Run out. <laughs> get your gas after your vaccine. Yeah. Um, I did talk to, I said to my friends in our group chat, I was, uh, you know, just a little bit of knowledge. I was like, this is why, you know, you need to have higher prices when there's a shortage to curb the demand, right? It curbs all that. It curbs a lot of that hoarding because yep. people go, well, I don't want to pay $8 a yes. gallon. Dude, good but, point. This is the exact yeah. use case for jacking up the fucking price of gas. Like make that shit $10 a gallon. So these idiots go home, you know? Yeah. I mean, then you're going to really be deciding to how bad do I need that gas? And if you yeah. really need it, you'll be willing to pay. But you're if you're not a in a trash bag with, with $30 of, or, or $300 of gasoline, like yeah. you know? if you have, prices if you have would 20... equalize within, within hours, right? If somebody was charging 10 bucks a gallon for gas and getting away with it, how soon would it be before a gas truck pulled up from somewhere? You know, yeah, like nine dollars an hour. Yeah, exactly. You, you just have, the the price. You have to let prices respond to the demand, and and that and it just balances out so quickly. And um, a lot of people just don't understand that. They're like, oh, they're just taking it. They're profiteering, right? They're taking advantage of a bad situation. But it's like, yeah, there's a bad situation, and those higher prices actually curb a lot of that excess demand and keep all these people from flooding you know, filling up every Tupperware container in their house with, you know, eight ounces of gasoline at a time like at, at nine or $10 a gallon. You're not going to see that. People are just going to be like, I don't need it that bad. You know, Yeah, I'll just walk to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. So it, it alleviates the shortage. I mean, that's, you know, the magic of prices. So I tried to explain that just briefly in my, my group text with my, uh, my friends who are non-political and uh, know nothing about economics. I think most Austrian oriented and most libertarians understand how prices work, but the general public has no clue. Right. I bet you they listen to the whole thing or like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. Oh, you're right. Oh yeah. And then I'm still against price gouging. <laughs> oh yeah. Still against price gouging. Right. <laughs> Damn. Everything you said is correct, but it just seems wrong. And I'm going to go with my feelings. Yeah. Well, I've kind of mellowed out in my uh, in my older age. Just tired of argue. You, you argue with a person. You can you can explain something fifty t- times as logically as you want. You can point to all the evidence in the world, and they're just like, nope, nope. You know, it's like talking to socialists. You guys, I'm sure, have experienced that before. Well, I'm it's talking like, to one right now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think that? Um, no. <laughs> no. I'm not. Are you an anarchist <laughs> now? Did we finally? No. Did we finally settle that one? No, no. There's, I'm a, you know, a classical liberal is my favorite label, but how we don't want to. Um, let's, let's not rehash the same old discussion. How about, how about Mincom? I think Mincom might be the oh. better term. Oh, yeah. What dude. do you think? Mincom? Yeah. <laughs> like minimum minimum amount of communism. Did you listen no to the last episode, Kyle? I did not, no. Oh, man. You missed We talk about one. you a lot, Kyle. We've really <laughs> missed you, by the way. It's great Thank to have you, you back. Thanks. I'm happy to be back. Uh, you know, um, I like the back and forth. You know, you, nobody wants to have just a circle where everybody just agrees. Circle jerk, for lack of a better 
better term. Um, well, you don't, you never find that amongst libertarians anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so what was, what was, uh, I think we're good on the gas shortage. What's the, uh, next. Well, um, we kind of hinted at this earlier, but didn't take the segue. Um, but, uh, yeah. So Bitcoin has been dropping, um, for the past, uh, I guess about a week now. Uh, currently, what is it at? It's at about forty-four, four twenty-three. Which actually, it's up the last time I looked, which was like forty-three. Um, Who's stacking sats now? It you know it takes some courage to 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 you know to pile on buy, right now. Buy the dip. Um, yeah. So this all happened after Elon Musk who originally seemed to be very favorable towards Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general, uh, came out and said he was basically against Bitcoin now, or at least had some concerns due to the fact that um, it takes a lot of energy to mine Bitcoin. Um, And he claimed that mainly this was coal energy. Um, And then he immediately, you know, and of course he continues to, advocate for dogecoin and carbon credit taxes and carbon, carbon credit taxes. <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of hypocrisy going on uh with this guy um you know number one um i mean first of all it, it's questionable how much is actually how environmentally friendly the production of electric vehicles in is in the first place um what with like the fact that you know you need a you need to I mean, how much coal energy are the people that are charging his cars using to do that, as opposed to the people that are mining Bitcoin? You know, what about all the oil? It's coal and oil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all that when you plug in natural gas, where's that power coming from, right? And uh, you know, is that the equivalent of you filling your gas tank? Is are you using the same amount of gasoline to generate that power? I don't know. Somebody should do that. Figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. And then what and are then the, what about like the manufacturing of the, you know, the manufacturing of the batteries themselves, pulling the lithium out of the ground, the recycling process for the lithium batteries, the recharging. None of us of can it. ever really understand what the costs of these things are. Right. That's why we have prices and free markets to try to figure out, like, should you yeah. dig a lithium mine? I don't know. You know, like I have no way of knowing these things. Right. right. There's yeah. obviously an environmental cost. You know, and a and a benefit and a price, and you know, who's to say besides the right. one who owns the mine, whatever. But but the problem is, in this case, as you pointed out, that we don't deter, we can't determine that because all of this is being just basically decided by the government, right? The government exactly. is granting him the ability to get paid to sell carbon tax credits because they claim, oh, you're offsetting X amount of carbon because of your electric batteries based on what our bureaucrats have determined. And so we're going to give you, um, I think in 2000, in this year alone, he has gotten $500 million from selling carbon tax credits. It's just a ripoff. It's a scam. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wealth transfer to him and uh, you know, whatever. Um, I'd like to, I've got a quote here uh, from Max Kaiser recently. Do you guys, do you guys follow Max Kaiser? Yeah, I love that guy. He's, he's crazy, but I love him. <laughs> he, uh, he is one of my favorites. And anyway, he, he had, he just ripped into Elon so hard. I mean, good, just destroyed, good. destroyed everything he said, but he had this, here's a quote 
from him recently. He says, Bitcoin is designed to do one thing, kill central banks. It's hard-coded in the Genesis block. This very reference is designed elegantly to kill central banks. When central banks are killed, global energy uses goes from 16,000 terawatt hours to cut by three quarters. 16,000 terawatt hours used right now on planet Earth gets cut by three quarters once you kill central banks. No other coin, no fiat, not even gold can do this. So by putting energy and attention into an altcoin, you're delaying the Bitcoin epiphany, the Bitcoin singularity. <laughs> I love it. Is he I mean, a true believer or what, man? He, he is. is. Man. He, he, he is. is. And he's been there from the start, mm -hmm. too. I mean, I started yeah. following that guy like in my early libertarian days, like when Occupy Wall Street was going on and he was talking about that shit. Man, that he's, he's, he's an OG. Yeah, he's been like, right. And uh, well, that was I mean, I for me, it was like 2009 or 10 when I, okay. when I first started listening to him. I mean, I haven't he's seen been, him in a while. Yeah, he's but. been posting some of his older videos, which are epic from because they're like, you know, yeah. just. You know, going up, going so hard against the bailouts and the yeah. You when know, he's like screaming for like Jamie Diamond in cuffs, yeah, like, just Jamie, like call, Jamie Diamond in cuffs, calling out, calling out Goldman Sachs for all their yeah. criminal behavior and just you know, just being like a just a, a brutally honest guy who's obviously not part of that camp. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been consistent. But and the other thing about the energy usage. Um, Let's consider the the uh, you know the central bank. Yeah, central banks are using a lot of energy, but the central banks are there to keep the empire going, right? Yes, exactly. So no no central bank, no empire. Okay, right. how much energy do, do, are they using to kill how people much, in Yemen? How much, how much energy much? are they using to prop up the dollar? Exactly. I mean, the dollar it's is only the, propped up through the military dollar. It's yeah. called the petrodollar for a reason. Right. Okay, you want to talk about energy consumption and currency? Yeah, this thing called petrodollar really should be part of the equation. If you want to do an uh, apples to apple comparison, what right. is the energy usage to enforce this uh, petrodollar? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, and like, so he's like, okay, well, I'm working with Dogecoin now. You know, I'm working with the Dogecoin developers. He's just an idiot. And, and then he of did course admit, <laughs> he did admit on, um, uh, he's come out as being, um, what on what SNL he, he said it was a scam, right? Or he said what did like, he, no, didn't he say he it was like Asperger's? autistic or something? Aspergers. Oh, he's got Aspergers. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't make you an idiot, but <laughs> but it doesn't it make you maybe unusually smart in one specific area as a one of the possible well, that's the thing. Well, that's side the thing. effects. I don't know or, if he's co conditions. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think he's genuinely. I think he's just being. I think he's being evil. Honestly, I, I think he knows better. I think he knows the fact that like. Yeah, like you can't use the thing that makes Bitcoin special and the thing that makes Bitcoin a worthwhile currency and sound money is the fact that it uses proof of work. Exactly. Right. And it the takes of, and, and he knows this. He's not yeah, an, that he's amazing not an energy usage. Like what makes Bitcoin is good because it uses that much energy. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. it is it's like a it's like a uh, it's like a V8 engine. Right. Like when you need sometimes you need power. Right. And you're protecting a trillion dollar network or yeah. formerly trillion dollar network. Um, <laughs> but, well, you just can't have the ability to just print money. The whole thing is not being able to just print money out of thin air, not not being allowed 
somebody that has like a higher stake. This is just aristocracy. Right. This is Dogecoin. Like, oh, Dogecoin. if I own, if I own like half of the fucking amount of Dogecoin, now I have you know the ability. Well, actually, I think Dogecoin is even still proof of work. It's just a, a, a shitty fork of Bitcoin. But like, let's but say I, Ethereum. I there's no. I don't think there's any limit to the amount of Dogecoin that'll. Oh be no, gone. yeah. There's I no. There's no it's, limit. It's yeah. an inflationary currency, and uh, it's. I mean, I, I love the idea of a joke, fun cryptocurrency. You know, knock yourself out. Oh, but, I do too. Yeah, but um, this has gone a little too far with with his shit. About well, it. whatever. I think it, it just stinks that he's so smart and yeah. so wrong on this. Is it he intentionally wrong or is he being evil? We certainly know he wants being, to. He wants to appease. He wants to appease those that hand out the carbon. Well, that's uh, tax exactly subsidies. exactly. And I was actually just watching a video on that, and they were pointing out that. What is probably happening is so he started taking Bitcoin as payment for Tesla. Someone in the Never government actually accepted it. I don't think did he? I thought they did. I think he. I think he sold a few cars. I mean, I who would give Bitcoin for a fucking Tesla though? Like, that, let yeah, me give you something like, that's something that's appreciating that, at yeah. like ten percent of a month at the time for and something that's going to depreciate like, rapidly. Depreciating vehicle you can <laughs> exactly. buy. Exactly. Like that'd be stupid. Um, I mean, I guess unless you immediately, you know, converted your 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 fiat to that. But anyways, um, so he so yeah, he stopped taking Bitcoin for his payment, and the, what probably happened is they you know someone in the government, some beer whatever, came up and said, "Look, you can't be taking you know." We don't have the proper regulation in, in place for you to be taking this money. If you continue to do it, we're going to take away them carbon credits from you. So, Or the NASA mission right. or the, or, yeah. you know, the, the whatever. Like he's yeah. got his finger in so many pies, right. you know, like, yeah, let's talk about energy usage to go to space. Yeah. And like, I mean, how would he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah a, dude, I saw that a meme of that. It was like a picture of like, his tweet and then like a picture of his like fucking rockets and all the exhaust and fucking burning rocket fuel coming out the bottom of them. And you're like, really, dude? Like, <laughs> really? Talking about wasted energy. Yeah. It's like, and then look, I mean, you mean to tell me you didn't know about this before you like got invested in Bitcoin? You didn't know anything about like the energy usage? Like, come on. It's dude. possible. You just do you think figured he went, it out. Do you, think, do you think he went in for billions of dollars without a thorough understanding of what Bitcoin is? Maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think he's, I think he knows what he's doing. I think he's just being a piece of shit. I mean, who maybe knows? He's profiting but, off of it. Maybe he shorted it or something. Uh, it could I be mean, that too. I mean, if he's whatever. able to I mean, swing it so violently with his words. And that's what some of the Bitcoin critics have said. They're like, hey, if this one guy can really like tank the currency, then, then it's probably not quite ready for prime time yet. Well, um, we knew the, the price. I Oh come on! Price is volatile. Nobody, everybody knows that, right? Yeah. Or oh, oh, it's too volatile. That's not well, ready here's for the prime thing time. Too. What? I don't think. Um, I don't think he actually tanked the price. Um, so that well, same the video I was watching laid out the case that so right before the tanking of the price, the Fed came out and and made it sound like they were going to jack up interest rates. So when oh. they jack up interest rates, people get out of investments, right? They get out of investments. They 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 flee to cash. So the at least the case that's being made is that this happened, and so you saw the stock market dropped, like by a hundred something points yesterday. It had been kind of declining, 
and also Bitcoin dropped. And so and the, they all you know, are correlated. That may have been, and yeah, and so it's it's correlated. Although some people say like, oh, Bitcoin's a hedge against the stock market, which I I've never bought that. I mean, it hasn't played out that way, at least. No, I mean that's uh, look, it's it's completely different assets, but still, it's like if people people will get out of investments to go to cash if they know that their interest rates are going to go up. It didn't happen, of course, because the Fed, if the Fed were to raise interest rates, it would just completely fuck up their whole scam. So that didn't happen. But the fear of it uh, caused people to pull out of the market, pull out of Bitcoin. And that, that's yeah. a lot of what we're seeing here. This guy, well, maybe uh, it's let's, uh, let's look for an opportunity for people. You know, maybe it's somebody's manipulating it, pushing it down, ready to jump in and buy a few more billion for their for their corporation next. Yeah, a Facebook commenter, Justico, says uh, bond yields are murdering the markets. He said, yeah, bond yields. Mm -hmm. are, so I guess if bond yields are going up, people, uh, let's see, bond yield. I, I don't know. I'm confused. But yeah, maybe they are fl fleeing. The, well, if you're, uh, yeah, because people will go from stocks into bonds because bonds are more. But I, thought the, I thought the, the price of, of bonds goes uh, contrary to the yields. Uh, that, maybe that's not right. I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know. But if people are if he, if he's saying people are going to bonds, then yeah, they're they're going out of stocks. You would think that the price of bonds would go with the yield because it's well, like if they're raising interest more. rates. Does that interest rate apply to the bonds? I don't, dude. I don't know. This is getting it's a little confusing. Bit just, stack stats, <laughs> just stack satoshis and don't even worry about it. Okay. I hope nobody's <laughs> listening uh, for a bond lesson to this. To this. Yeah. Topic. Listen, we don't give financial like, advice besides stack uh, stats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is a comedy show. Also, yeah. stack stats. So please. you know, if you you know if you really need Buy to the dip, bitch. get some get some Doge. You know, if that really floats your boat. I mean, buy whatever you want to buy. I don't give a shit. I just fuck Elon Musk. That's well, well, you know, uh, the other thing about the energy usage that uh, isn't really talked about is the the type of energy that favors uh, Bitcoin mining, right? Like energy, we have this energy production thing right now, but and it's geared towards these centralized plants and things like that, big production. Um, but it also, you know, has all of these large transmission costs associated. You put, uh, you know, a, a coal burning plant somewhere that you have to transmit that power somewhere else. There's solar in the desert, but people live in the valley or, you know, there's uh, wind up in the mountain. But, you know, so there's all kinds of energy in places where it's uneconomical because of the transmission cost. Right. There's new and totally new possibilities for smaller scale, decentralized, favoring renewables to have your own solar spread deep in the wilderness generating Bitcoin, mining Bitcoin, contributing to the Bitcoin network, right? But completely renewable or, you know, value, other sources. Which that so, value can um, be turned into other shit. Yeah. Uh, methane flaring, right? You've seen yeah. it. Oil wells, the methane flaring. There's a company yeah. that uh, that Max and Stacy always talk about um, that they, they install Bitcoin mining equipment that takes that uh, that gas is just being burning and polluting. And when they release that gas, even when they flare it, that's still releasing a lot of methane into the atmosphere, which is a really bad greenhouse gas compared to carbon dioxide. Right. So burning it and, and capturing that energy on site, turning it into Bitcoin, no transmission costs required. And due to the erratic nature, sometimes they have it. 
Sometimes they have this gas, sometimes they don't. It's not enough to put a pipeline in. It's not enough to make a permanent arrangement. So this creates an opportunity to reduce greenhouse gases and capture um, capture a wasted energy. So this wasted energy component is huge. I mean, how much energy is lost in these um, uh, transmission in the in the power grid going thousands of kilometers, right? And ma- massive amounts of heat is lost. So you really, Elon doesn't know these things. I, I find that hard to believe, right? Like, really, dude? I also heard a stat and I, I, I don't know how verifiable it is, but apparently something like 78% of Bitcoin mining is powered through renewable energy. I've, I've seen that toss around a lot. I mean, I haven't done the fucking deep research on it, but. It's it's possible because I mean it does incentivize you to get, to find sources of energy that are going to cost you less money, right? Right. It, it's going to favor the cheapest energy producers. Yeah. And it's going to and it's it's creating innovation to generate inexpensive energy, which is exactly what you need to have more energy, more efficiency. You right. know, a market incentives to develop that in new ways outside of this legacy grid structure, right? Which is is being used now. Like, I mean, yeah, that's it's taken a lot of energy. I'm sure a lot of it's coal and whatever energy that, whatever you know. But yeah. uh, it doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever. And the direction is certainly towards renewables. Yeah, totally. Well, hopefully, you know, I mean, eventually the price will rebound. I'm a long-term thinker anyway, so I'm not too worried about it. But well, the, you know, the, who knows what the, what the real you know where the price will be in Bitcoin? I mean, that's not you know who know it's just not set in stone. The government can't stop Bitcoin, but they can do all kinds of things to tamper with the to, to tamper with the price. So, you know, when when and there is a war you know on against Bitcoin, and they're gonna who knows what what they'll be able to do to to screw around with it. So. Yeah, uh, but you know, as uh, as hodlers, you know, I bring it you on. Know, I I saw this story, uh, which I I didn't get in the topic list, but uh, someone spent fourteen thousand one hundred forty five dollars on six strands of Kurt Cobain's hair. Um, so that's a lot of money. And what and I want how much money? Fourteen thousand dollars on six strands of Kurt Cobain's hair. Were there any uh, cells attached that could be cloned? <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's a good point. May, I don't know. Um, like if was there was like a, some some of the root or skin attached, like you might world, be able to clone him. Yeah, the world's biggest Nirvana fan. But I'm seeing, and I bring this up because we're talking about Bitcoin, and you know the price of Bitcoin has skyrocketed to like over sixty thousand. I'm seeing. I have a friend that's into baseball cards, and he's making all kinds of money on baseball cards. Baseball cards are through the roof. Um, housing prices are through the roof. I mean, I'm hearing people, they list their house. Um, they get four offers over ask within two days. You know what I mean? Like I'm just seeing a lot of froth in, uh, in like, you know, collectibles, um, and a lot of things like I'll see stories just randomly like this Kurt Cobain hair story. It just seems like, uh, maybe some of this new money that the government's been creating over these past few years, um, through the Trump era and now into the the Biden era, maybe it's starting to really hit. Maybe we're starting to see inflation that I think libertarians have been waiting to see for a long time. Yeah, I mean, definitely in the housing market. For and, sure. Uh, I mean, energy, it's, it's ridiculous right now. Energy, food, uh, education, 
healthcare for a long time. Yeah, I mean, uh, people have been complaining about healthcare and education costs for a while, but like I'm, I think in housing especially, I'm really seeing it, and I'm I'm hearing about it in like this the collectibles market, like like this hair thing. You know, it's just I don't know. People seem to have a there's just it seems to be a lot of money sloshing around. So we'll see if it if it keeps going. Um, that does remind me of an article I saw. The guy was saying like hyperinflation is. Um, there's a guy, the Justico says copper is high. Um, also lumber. I don't know if you guys heard lumber. Yeah, lumber is like high. out of control right now. Yeah, so, it's part of the, the housing problem. Right. But when you Cost, have all yeah. of these different things that we say, oh, this is up and that's up and this is up, you know, what's the common Was there also denominator? a tariff on lumber? Wasn't there also like, uh, I like don't know. Trump was trying to stop China or whatever. So you put a tariff on lumber. Maybe I'm just saying. Maybe that's just steel. I don't know. I, I'm just saying the common denominator is the dollar, right? You know, yeah. that's what we're pricing all this stuff in, and people, they, they'll always talk about how expensive everything's getting, but they never really look at the the measuring stick. They they never look at the to see if their if their ruler is the same length as it was yesterday, and right. so maybe that maybe the dollar is is taking a hit here. You know, um, it, it's hard to get a get an accurate value or comparison of the dollar. Because you just you you use it to you price have to trust everything the CPI. out. <laughs> yeah, you have to yeah the CPI, which is you know what are they excluding like rents and they they exclude all kinds of stuff from CPI. Yeah. Like um, but you're I would on think mute, abs. I yeah, you're muted. When we reach full uh, Bitcoinization, everything will be valued in Bitcoin <laughs> instead right. of dollars. How many we'll Satoshis more, is this milk? Yeah, we'll have a, a more honest measure of to compare different commodities. There and this is something I learned when I first got into libertarianism is there is no fixed measure. Uh, Nothing is fixed. The value of everything, including the currencies, goes up and down. So it's it's always sort of like being on sand or quick, you know, like it's always wavy. I I just when I first started, I was like. It's a yeah. process to try to get towards the most information, right? Yeah. Perfect yeah. information would give you perfect pricing. You never get perfect information, but you just work to get yeah. closer and closer. Yeah, I mean, there, there there might be, you know, in this in this ideal future, there might be increased demand to just hold Bitcoin because something is going on in the world. And it's like, well, I want to just, I don't want to be buying anything. I just want to be holding my Bitcoin. And then so price of Bitcoin relative to everything would go up, but yeah, I mean, it's not the same as like, well, we're just going to arbitrarily flood the market with more currency and all of a sudden everything gets completely distorted. Yeah. And you have no choice to use other currency because we've made it illegal for you to do so. I think the strategy is to get as much of this uh, federal outpouring as you can get your hands on and convert it into cryptocurrency and other assets. Um that when when it, you know if if the you know if hyper maybe not hyperinflation but let's just say continued heavy inflation yeah uh, occurs right it'll be nice to have other assets yeah so, yeah I mean I think you're unless you I think you're I I I, don't, I mean I I don't want to give like financial advice on the show once again but like I, I try to show. keep as little money in cash as I can I'll just say that yeah. right now like I well, have. I, only enough where like if fucking shit hit the fan i'd be i'd be i'd be okay but everything else is either in crypto or stocks or bonds or gold or just mix it up else. um yeah i'm i'm, I'm well divested 
Do you guys follow the uh, nomad capitalist? Do you know who no, he is? I, I like, An I like Andrew him. Henderson has a very interesting YouTube channel and a book and a consulting company that has to do with uh, second passports, uh, residencies, uh, offshore banking, setting up businesses in other countries, buying real estate in other countries. And his motto is go where you're treated best. And uh, he helps people um, buy land in other countries. And, you know, having some land outside the U.S. empire, you know, like that might be a nice part of a diverse portfolio. Yeah, for sure. And it can generate revenue, too. And unlike if you have a foreign if you have a foreign bank account, the IRS expects you to, you know, to let them know about it every year. Not so with foreign real estate. So you, it might be a little more stealthy to just start acquiring. Hmm. You know, maybe that villa in Greece that you'll end up retiring to later, you know, on the overlooking the ocean, start mm. getting in now. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe not Greece because it's the EU, but uh, yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> Your currency somewhere is else in the, in the United States dollar. <laughs> somewhere else in the Mediterranean, maybe, or whatever, <laughs> Caribbean or whatever floats your boat. Yeah. So I, I had a topic I wanted to touch on before we run out of time, which is a. Uh, you know, I had a, you, you mentioned passports, you know, I had an argument with a family member that's a uh, very pro vaccine. Um, and she was saying she believes vaccines should be mandatory. Um, she and she is actually very angry at people who don't get the vaccine. She feels like they are uh, holding us back, uh, preventing us from eradicating covid um, and also kind of like parasitically taking advantage of people who have gotten the vaccine, not par not taking advantage of but benefiting from the people who are getting the vaccine so that it's eliminating the disease and then they're protected from it without having to get a shot um and so i, I just you know normally on this show i play the role of the the statist um but i mean i i don't agree with her position so uh you know i, I was really opposed to it I was really offended you know I'm, I'm more in the camp that's like live and let live um, if people don't want the vaccine, then they shouldn't have to get the vaccine. If they don't want to wear a mask, they shouldn't have to. Um, but that's just a laissez-faire attitude toward uh, other people in general that sort of goes through my approach to everything, whereas her approach to everything tends to be more um, more controlling of others. And, uh, you know, it, it really can get quite heated very quickly, but, I, you know, I control my temper because um, it's a family member. But... Um, you know, it just made me think about how when people have strong disagreements, you know, push it push comes to shove very quickly. Right. I mean, it comes down to like, well, you're going to have to make me do this or, or um, you know, it turns to violence very quickly. Conflicts turn to arguments, turn into fists or, or, or even bullets in that case. And I guess or another family feuds, family right? feuds, you know, I mean, that was my other thing. I'm like, if you really have a disagreement with someone and you just can't, you just go your separate ways, you just avoid them. Um, it's like, look, we, we're not going to speak anymore. I, I don't, we don't see eye to eye and I don't want to be around you. Um, so I guess that would be a, a, dr a drastic measure, but you see that in politics a lot where, you have these irreconcilable differences between people and, and we argue it out as best we can and hope it doesn't come to violence like it does in a lot of places. Um, and a lot of times it does, you know, so I don't know. We can't really argue about it because I'm sure you guys don't support 
vaccine passports and I don't support it, but it's just very <laughs> bothersome that you have all the, you know, I'm seeing the trend coming, right? I mean, I think we, I think we libertarians need to push back against the required vaccine, you know, vaccine cards for, I saw a local college, Loyola University, they're, they're requiring um, vaccine card for students to come back on campus. Um, you know, that, that, that sort of thing has to be, you know, argued against and, and opposed, I think. Absolutely. Or maybe just not go to those schools because they're yeah. they're obviously don't have the best interest of the students at heart. I mean, maybe that's a sign that that's the wrong school. I mean, well, they would argue they do. They would argue they're trying to, you know, keep covid out. So they just want vaccinated people. They're like colleges in particular do require other vaccinations. Right. I mean, they, you know, they maybe to live on camp, maybe to live on campus. OK, fine. Don't live on campus. Yeah. You know, right. Um, who you know what it's really sad i think though the 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 uh that opinion is pretty common my own nephew told me that i was selfish and i don't care about anybody else but myself because i'm not getting the vaccine i mean you know, yeah. my own nephew you know yeah. like really like he didn't even cut me any slack you know mm-hmm. so, <laughs> yeah like, i mean it, it is really strong and you're just like holy you know he I couldn't say I like, oh, I think you're wrong. And I've, you know, and whatever research or, you know, that brought him to his conclusion, he could say, well, you know, I have this view. It's different than your view, but it's they're 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 making it's it political. The they're making it a, a tribal thing. Well, that's that's yeah. even making it personal. And yeah, uh, I mean, it it's is one personal. Thing, yeah, it's one thing to be like, look, here's here's how I feel. Here's why I'm getting it. Here's why I think you should get it. But if you don't like that's your own personal Right. But that's your own personal. We, we've got this weird thing going on where it's like, you know, libertarians, we, you know, OK, we can identify aggression very easily. And if they were like, oh, you can't walk down the street without a, a, a vaccine passport, like, you yeah. know, we, we were where we understand that we'd be against that. But then but the way they're doing this sort of propaganda campaign where they're not putting out edicts, but they're literally just brainwashing the hell out of people with total control of social media, total control over mainstream media, and people are just eating it up, right? They're just eating up the fear. They've, they've, and now, so it's like, are these people really consenting after being subjected to this massive propaganda campaign and government schooling and celebrities and donut bribes? And I mean, it's just, I've never seen a propaganda campaign like this in my lifetime. Like, I, I can't even believe how hard that everyone has come out, like, pushing this stuff. So yeah. well, um, you can't blame it all. You can't. I mean, we can't just say, oh, everything you believe is the fault of propaganda. At some point, it's just like, hey, they believe what they believe. That's their opinion. And, yeah, maybe they drank the Kool-Aid and, and they believe it. But now we have to deal with them. Um, but, like, know, I never had these discussions about flu shots. Right. Like people were getting flu shots or not getting flu shots like year after year. Sometimes my mom would ask well, me, yeah, hey, I mean, that's a flu how, shot. Right. No, I don't get flu shots. Oh, OK, I'm going to get it because, you know, what? OK, like nobody cared. Right. right. Like that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's that's how I look at this. It's like, you know, yeah, it's 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 the, it's, you know, it's similar. It's similar in the in the regard of like, look. You're, you know, you're injecting yourself with something, whether whether it is benefiting other people or not is besides the point. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. The fact is, you are, in, you know, you are asking somebody to inject themselves with a, a substance 
And if they don't want to do that, that's well within their their sovereign personal rights. And and they shouldn't be, you know, they should definitely shouldn't be forced to. And to but, you know, guilt- what about the they should we yeah, we agree they shouldn't be forced to, but what when this propaganda, you know, government funded propaganda teamed up with the corporations, you know, enforced by all their monopolies. You know, it's yeah. It's I mean, well, that's all the, the same. Like, thing how do we? How do you really I mean, stand against that effectively, though? You know, it's like oh, you can't. <laughs> well, it's it's not just that. I but mean, I mean, her- also people have to be able. I mean, I don't know. I I'm not like a. You know, I don't believe we're all we're. I'm not a hundred percent determinist here, where everything is determined completely by the environment. I mean, people do have to have some. People have to make a choice at some point, right? People have to make you- a choice. But a lot of people have been making some really bizarre choices, and that's and, that's yeah. their that's you know, and it affects a lot, all of us when you know when these people their their collective weird choices have some like major impacts around the world. So I get it. I, I get know. it's bad, but I don't know what 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 you can do about it. I mean, I mean, we have to counter their propaganda with our propaganda. So here we are, punk rock well, libertarians, well, you, you know, like out in the straight, calling out Elon, all, right? Yeah, all here all sixty are. people that listen will be unpropagandized. That's, that's right. Yeah. Like, let me you tell know. you about um. Let me tell you about my I'm, second I'm dose experience. Um, because I, I did get the vaccine. I was getting a lot of pressure from my family, and I uh. Also have um, I got it too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, like um, cardiovascular. I don't have good endurance, and I play so many sports. And I just uh, I think the fear of the virus for me was more than the fear of the vaccine. I, I just do not want any issues with my lungs. Um, so that was a motivating factor for me. But so I got the the vaccine at a uh, Timonium Fairgrounds, which is where they host like the the um, livestock showing. They've converted the room that they use for livestock into like the line, like the COVID center. So you it's have to stand COVID in, livestock. I, I have never felt more <laughs> like a sheep, like going through this line on the floor, following this Damn. long line of people as we advanced, you know, six feet at a time. And then you pause because you don't want to get they have markers every six feet. And you're not supposed to get closer than that. To the like which door you everybody obey the. Oh yeah, everybody obeyed. I mean, it just, it just was like a cattle herding operation. I just, I don't know. Why did you run away? Why did you participate? I told you. I mean, uh, for me, it was. I seen um, some images of COVID patients that had lungs, like so much crap in their lungs or permanent damage to their lungs, and I was like, I can't afford that with the um, the level of endurance that I have right now, which is just. Like I'm playing, I'm literally playing hockey like four nights a week. I, I cannot. Did, uh, how was anything. the um? How was the uh, veterinary tech who administered the vaccine? I mean, they were they were polite. I mean, uh, it, I can't say there was any <laughs> any real issues there. It's just sort of a you know, you lift your sleeve, you get a shot, and then you have to go stand in or no, you go sit in an observation area for 15 minutes, and then they let you did leave. You have any? Did you have any side effects? Um, not, not too bad. I was uh, a little bells palsy. (laughs) My arm was a little sore, but not as sore as it was. started started touting the benefits of Microsoft. Just a hint of sudden death. Yeah, I did. I did feel this weird inclination to go out and like buy Pfizer stock for some reason. I don't know. know Has the chip been activated yet? (laughs) Like, how do you know when it's been activated? No, uh, I don't know if it's my biggest concerns are, um, you know, um, reproductive system side effects and immune system side effects. I don't know. I, I just am not, I don't know what this thing is. I, I sort of took it without. Well, it'll be neat. Research. It'll be neat to see if you're, it'll be neat to find out if you're still fertile. 
Uh, yes, it will. So hopefully, hopefully it's fine. Um, anyway, but yeah, it, it was not fun going through the cattle line, uh, feeling like I just, I don't know. I was probably the only one in line feeling that way. I think everybody else was, uh, you know, feeling very I've good. Been to the, I've been to the division of motor vehicles. So yeah. I have like some <laughs> reference. What's that I've book, been... you know, where they like administer the, the, um, the, the drug that makes people happy. Um, like is it brave new world brave new or world? something? It's brave, brave new world. Yeah. You get the, I forget what that drug's called, but it's just, yeah. Everybody else there was like, yeah, I'm getting my second shot. And I was like, I feel like such a, such a pushover, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to get, um, uh, here the real, um, the, the truly devoted are getting like multiple vaccines. Now you don't just get one. You, now you go oh, get the yeah. other one. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard I got to get a booster shot like next year or something. We'll, we'll no, I mean like that. the different brand, like now you go get the Russian one or yeah. like the, the one that got <laughs> banned. Pfizer, or, then you got to get yeah. Moderna and then you get your uh-huh. Johnson and Johnson. Right. And, and then, and then you get a papers. tattoo for each one. You got to right. go under yeah. the bridge. You got to go under the bridge to get those though. That's that <laughs> special one. Oh man. It's, it's really a, quite a quite a time we've lived through here, you know. What a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! That's right. <laughs> hey, may, maybe uh, I was thinking about Anarchy Basement. You know, maybe maybe Anarchy Basement would open back up again sometime. You think That'd be something? Open it up. It's it's up to Matt. It's his basement. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And I, I'd have to do, we'd have to figure out how to coordinate all that with, well, it wouldn't be that hard to do like remote and the basement. Um, yeah. Yeah. How about somebody else's basement? My What's basement's that? not really accommodating to podcast. What about yours, Kyle? Yeah, not really. No. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's kind of small. Well, Matt anyway. had the setup, you know, he had the yeah. cameras, the lights, the mics, everything, the high table. You know, right. Well, Damn. let's ask his wife if he can do it. <laughs> yeah, let me just message Jill. Um, all right. I think we should just take this on over to the after hours. We're about coming up on uh, the old 60 minute mark. Oh, man. Fuck. Do I remember all this stuff I got to promote? Let's see. Patreon.com. That's where you can help out the show. Or go to PRLfans.com and you can help out in other ways. We've got a Bitcoin address on there. So now that Bitcoin's tanking, just send it, send all your Bitcoin on over. You don't want that anymore. And then go buy more. Send your <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin, but then immediately replace it with twice as much. That's yeah. not financial advice. Yes. Um, we've also got uh, T-shirts available on libertariancountry.com. If you type in P- promo code PRL, I think you get 10%. <laughs> if you type in I don't know. Yeah. So just type in PRL, PRL or PRL uh, podcast and, and save some money. Um, I think if you order more than $50, you type in PRL two, you can save some more money. Um, let's see what else. We're also sponsored by Moral Bob and whatever he changed the name of his show to, which I can't remember. Is it Moral um, still or not? No, he's still Moral Bob, but I think his show's called like, oh, it's Hidden in Plain Sight. That's the name of it. There you um, go. Yeah. Good. And, and I think that's it. Um, so, yeah. Until next time, live.